I've said it before. You're a big part of the show. I encourage you to tweet at Kelly Cotrera to email kelly at 640toronto.com. Call in anytime. And uh, that's exactly what Alexander did yesterday on the show. We were talking about uh, the gender pay gap, a little bit about it. And he called in and said this. The gender wage gap has been debunked. It actually doesn't include different industries. It doesn't include um, hours work. It doesn't include the fact that men gravitate towards more danger pay jobs. Um, and other jobs that pay more, it doesn't include a lot of factors. And this has been um, debunked by a lot of economists. If you if you factor in several factors, the variance in between the pay is actually quite small. Like there is a slight, there's a slight difference, but it's not 83 cents on the dollar. It's about 98 cents on the dollar if you include all these factors. So uh, he also cited uh, Claudia Golden, who's a professor of economics at Harvard University. And so I went and I I looked for her uh, study on this. And he's right on a few things, but uh, I was a little bit worried about how it was coming across. You know, I wanted to get to the bottom of this because yesterday, StatsCan data released that Canadian women earn 87 cents an hour for every dollar made by men in 2015. So I thought we'd asked an expert. We're uh, joined now by Melissa Moiser, who's an analyst at StatsCan. Melissa, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Can you set us straight? Because you heard Alexander, and then we know about this uh, new stat that you released yesterday. What exactly is the gender pay gap? Okay, so how the gender wage gap looks depends on what measure we're using. So the statistics that that we released yesterday, uh, which was that women earned an average of 87 cents for every dollar earned by men in 2015, is based on core working age women, 25 to 54, and that's based on their hourly wages. So it's not at all confounded by the fact that women work on average 5.6 fewer hours per week than men. Mm -hmm. So we've taken that component out of that equation. But otherwise, that is a general statement that women on average... 87 cents for every dollar earned by men in 2015 on an hourly basis. All right. And so what Alexander was getting at and what uh, Professor Golden got at, too, is the fact that, you know, as economists, what they do is they try and uh, compare data. They try and uh, get the individuals that are the same. So they try and make them look as comparable as possible. They squeeze out the differences and they look for... manipulate it, right? Right. They're controlling for all kinds of factors. Right. And that's in a multivariate context. This study is not multivariate. It's descriptive. And I think multivariate research is extremely important. I was trained in that, in fact. But I think there's, you know, we have to look at what the, the reality of the situation is. And we're not in life. Things are not statistically controlled. So what we do find is that we can look within, you know, education groups, okay? So women and men with the same levels of education. Mm-hmm. And what we find here is that education improves the situation in terms of the gender wage gap. But even when women have a degree above the bachelor level, so a graduate degree, they're only earning 90 cents for every dollar earned by men. Are they doing the same job? Okay, so here's the thing. When we look within occupational groups, okay, so this is groups defined um, by the National Occupational Classification, okay, so there's there's some, um, you know, it's not exactly like what you would think of as job to job, but it, it's according to a classification system. When we look at it that way, what we see is that most of the gender wage gap occurs within occupations. So women and men in the same jobs are not getting paid the same. Mm -hmm. And there are certainly a number of factors that can contribute to that. So 
one of the things that we see in the study is that women experience a lot more work interruptions than men do, obviously because they are the ones that are typically taking maternity leave, parental leave, and they do so for longer durations than, for example, their male counterparts. So what we see then is that they're having fewer promotion opportunities, they have less seniority, so they would have, within the same occupations, lower wages. So that's one, one poten- uh, potential explanatory factor. Yeah, uh, one of the other ones uh, that, that Dr. Golden, and the reason why I bring up uh, Professor Golden again is just because Alex said this is what the site, the the study he had cited uh, and was talking about when he called in to, to discuss it on the show, is that she said closing the gender gap, uh, wage gap, it involves changing how jobs are structured because a lot of women are not, not working the same hours in the workplace. They're working flexi hours and remunerating the way uh, that we pay for flexible work schedules. Exactly. So we have a situation where we're, we still have women bearing the bulk of the responsibility for housework and childcare. So it's typically women that are adjusting how they are involved in the labor market as opposed to men. And we see that as a result, they, they are getting paid less. So it's partially that maybe they're taking less demanding jobs in order to accommodate their children's schedule. Maybe they're opting for jobs that are, you know, have more flexibility, again, to accommodate their kids. Sure. So these factors certainly play a role. Uh, Claudia Golden also talks about the idea that women may be actually less adept at negotiating their pay. I believe less- it less interested in competing because these attributes are are deemed masculine in the context of gender socialization. So we generally, you know, think of them as something that's, you know, not particularly attractive in women. Yeah. You don't want to be difficult. Exactly. It's just the way it is. And it's funny because you do a talk show and if, uh, you know, you call something, somebody on something, well, you're a B. And if uh, your male counterpart does, well, isn't he uh, just uh, being interesting? Exactly. Or he's assertive, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, you know, and I'm not getting down on my male counterpart. I'm just, you know, saying it the way it is and the way I see it. I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of emails on that. So Alex is somewhat right when he says at the same level of, of education, when we talk about the dollars and cents, we're closer to 90 cents on the dollar. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. You know what? It's good. It's a win-win situation. We found out the the real story, and Alex wasn't necessarily wrong. It's how you read into the information. Certainly not. And I mean, we're saying 90 cents. Let's let's look at how this compounds over one's career. We have this going on for years as women are in the labor market. They come to retirement. They will have saved less than men, even though they're going to outlive men. We also have a situation where they have less money to support their families in real time right now. And that's particularly problematic in the context of lone parent pam- families that are usually headed by women. Mm-hmm. So, and in general, women getting paid less, even if it's only 10 cents on an hourly basis, 10 cents, you know, for every dollar that men have, um, it indicates that, you know, society's devaluing devaluing women. And I certainly don't want that message sent to my daughters. No, and I don't think anybody does. Uh, well, I'm hoping that, that times are changing. Melissa, I'd love to talk to you longer. We're going to keep your uh, name in our little Rolodex here so we can get back in contact and talk about this at a future date. But I got to go. The show's almost over. Thanks. Anytime, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. Have a great day. Melissa Moiser is an analyst at StatsCan.